Hello, and welcome to Like-Minded Friends. With me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hi, everyone. Hi. Did you see what happened then? I sort of forgot who I was. I sort of had a brief pause. I was worried for a moment there. Don't worry, we sometimes all forget who we are. How are you? Well, I'm good, thank you. I'm very good. You know, on the tour, of course. Of course. Going to the places. Where have you been? And who have you hated? <laughs> no, no, I haven't hated anybody, Susie. Sorry, uh, sorry. Um, Portsmouth, I went to. Yes, we spoke, of course, we spoke about of my dear course. cousins on the previous episode. Of course, I hope they enjoyed the mention. Yes. And then, um, since then, I was in Reading, lovely. And then, um, Warwick Art Centre, whack, if you will. <laughs> but actually, it was very nice. <laughs> very nice, though, very nice. Um, so yes, lovely times. Lovely times indeed. Now you've got. Oh, how was meeting the baby? Oh my gosh. Well, it was. I I've got lots of lovely children in my life. Sure. I'm very blessed like that. But I wasn't ready for how much I would love this particular one. <gasps> oh, Tom, that's so gorgeous. Did you when you walked into the room and you saw her? Were you like? <gasps> Um, I was quite scared at first because I, I don't want to wake her up. Yeah. And, like my brother was holding it. She's so tiny. But now I just sort of, even without thinking about it, I'm thinking about her all the time. And she's like on my phone screen. Oh. And then, of course, what I wasn't really for there was this like, but what if, what, what, what's the world going to be like when she grows up? And what's this? Yeah. And like, as my mum says, it's another thing to worry about. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I relate heavily to that. That's, that's, that's normal, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, normal for people like us. Protective. For warriors, For people yeah. that live as a bag of nerves, as a hobby. And also, and now like, yeah, a bag of nerves. We are a bag of nerves, yeah. yeah. Um, great name, great name for this podcast. <laughs> bag of nerves. Bag of nerves, yeah. Um, but now I'll just see anybody in the street and I'll be like, yeah, but what if this was her? What if this was, you know, like, oh, that, that person's older. Are they okay? Is that oh, like, that's going to no, be like, con- like constant 360. But it's it's calm. It'll calm down. It'll calm down. Of course it will. How's your brother doing? He changed. Changed man. Oh, I bet he's so sweet. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. Not that he was not loving. With him, but, you know. No, he was such a lovely guy. Or obviously already, but I can just imagine him being, yeah, just really gorgeous. We feel very blessed, very blessed, very, blessed. very lucky, very, very blessed. Um, and it does sort of because I was, I've been making that documentary about uh, ten years ago marriage. Yes. Um, clang. Clang. And, um, um, we had the wedding ceremony on the weekend. Yes, I know because I know, and I won't say who, but I know the people. I think they're telling. Me, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Then it's, yeah, those guys. They're the lovely guys. guys. The guys. Yeah, the, guys the, lovely guys. the lovely guys. They love you. They like always. I know. Well, they invited us along, but of course, I was in Bournemouth. Uh, Where else would I be? Of course, you were worrying in Bournemouth. <laughs> 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 but it was. We were talking about it and how those moments in life, uh, of course. You know, the big moments in life when everything else falls away, all the worries fall away, don't yeah. they? And you realise like, oh, what was I wasting my energy worrying about? Because all that matters are these key uh, life stages, you know, these wonderful, wonderful moments. Yes. Just that nothing else matters and you go, it all just fits and you go, oh, oh, that was all just this weird cladding we put on, on these online. Yeah, but don't you feel like that about things that you would have worried about like 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. 
you know, like it's it's about distance as well, isn't it? Mm. And like yeah. the bigger picture and getting older and all those things that are sort of a bit cliched, but they're cliched for a reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and just sort of I don't yeah, just I mean it's true of any point in like any big in life, I suppose. But mm. it's um what whatever one is going through. But sometimes, you know, it makes you emotional. Like I they asked me to do a reading at the wedding oh, yeah. on Saturday. And I've I found it really emotional. I wanted to cry. Because I, I read it so beautifully, I made myself. Cry. Yeah, I was about to say because you hate weddings so much that you cried. <laughs> I, I cried. I really want. I just hate it. it didn't. Um, but I, um, I felt very emotional because you just go it's just like one of those things. We have, we have to be very serious. Are you going into sort of an emotional phase of your life, Tom? Oh, I don't know, Sus. I hope not. I've better got time to put a wash on. Oh dear. What about you? I mean, you're always very emotional yourself, Suze. Oh, Tom, I don't stop crying. I, I stop yeah. crying for about 25 minutes every week to do this podcast. <laughs> it's back on the tears. And then it's... <laughs> um, do you know, I haven't cried for a while, actually. I mean, oh, God, it's stressful to say it, but I'm quite together at the moment. That feels like tempting fate, though, doesn't it? Oh, uh, why she said it? Why she said it? This is the other worry we have. That's because we've been brought up like this to be like this kind of idea of fate being constantly tempted. Yeah. It's quite cruel, isn't it? The way we beat ourselves with that. Like, don't say that. Don't be too happy. It'll get taken yes. away. It's very... Don't be too anything. <laughs> I've been writing at the moment on this project and I, I've been writing a lot about being anxious as a young person. And I wrote... Lots of stuff, and I and I feel. I mean, I I hope that lots of people relate to it, but I don't. I I showed it to Alice, and she was like, "I said, do you relate to that?" And she was like, mm, <laughs> "That's really." I don't know, but Alice is so together. But I feel like you will relate to it. I wrote about the fact that when I was a child, mm. and there was like a death in the family, it was the yeah. first time I was about seven. Yeah, it's the first time I became aware of that death happened. Yeah, and I decided in my mind that it was my job in the world to protect my mother from death no that's exactly what i did that's why i lived yeah, at okay. home yeah of course I lived at home in my 30s for that yeah okay well i, I sort of grew out of that at 18 yeah well that's right but i, I stayed <laughs> at home from parties as a teenager because i was like what well, if i go out something will happen to my parents i didn't i think it's very like of our like-minded friends community are you paused in thought or are you frozen no i'm not frozen i was just taking it all in of how similar we are oh my god I bet there's other people like us. And no, I'm sure. But Alice was like, no, I understand that in sort of an abstract way, but that's just not how her brain works because she is so... Um, normal. What's the word? <laughs> yeah, normal. No, like she's she's methodical and she'll say things like, well, I don't bother worry, worrying until I know I've got something to worry about. Why, why can't I be like that? And I think, but you could, you could of course, create things to worry about. Why would you waste time no, not worrying? Worry about, then the worry will catch you un, un, unprepared. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> it's, did you ever used to make those little deals with yourself where you'd go, if I can outrun this bus? Oh, then, then my family will no, be safe. Yeah. Is that relatable? <laughs> Absolutely. It is to me completely. Like if you, yeah, if, if you touch too honest? that, if you touch the wall, 17 times. Uh, 17 times. <laughs> Literally, yeah. If you yeah. hold your finger on that light switch, if you count to five, every time you think of something sad, uh, it won't happen. I used to do that all the time. Oh. I thought about my grandmother dying. I'd count to 10. I'd have to stop and count to 10, but I couldn't rush it. I had to do it in a really slow way. Gosh, this. And then I'd sometimes count them on, count on my teeth, across my teeth. I don't know what. Oh, how many teeth have you got? Well, not quite 10. I'd have to just sort of do something. <laughs> 
Well, I have. I'm pleased that you heavy relate. Is that what young people say? No, it's something I've just made up. Heavy relate. Yeah, I have heavily relate. relate. Heavy relate. Heavy relate. I heavy relate. Heavy relate. Heavy relate. Yeah, that's what they say. Heavy relate. <laughs> you are now a social media mogul. Oh my god, you've got to get speaking like they do on TikTok. No, I don't know anything about. Um, the the but it's true though, isn't it? That we find these things to worry about or create these kind of. I suppose it's about trying to make try, trying to create control in a world that feels very out of control. Yeah, and I suppose you just have to accept that the world is utterly out of control. And horrifically sad. And, and, and that is just... <laughs> so, listeners, I hope you're having a nice journey oh, into work. Gosh. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> What's no. wrong with me? You asked if I cried. Do you know what I cry a lot about? I cry about happy things a lot. Well, that's good. It's just... Um, crying is just what? It's just a response to emotion. Crying is just it's water pouring out of your face because you're panicking about life. <laughs> yes, but it's fine. It's fine. And of course, yes, there is there is sadness in the world. But the the great joy is that we find things to laugh about, things to smile about. Yeah. That's why. That's, I found something to laugh about. What? In Bournemouth on Saturday. Oh. oh. Tom, I did that classic thing of looking up a venue before I went where I was like, oh my God, this venue looks absolutely dreamy. I was very excited to go to the Bournemouth Pavilion. And it yeah. sold out, 350 seats. I was like, that's amazing, great. Got there. Turns out I was playing kind of like the bar. <laughs> and in the main <laughs> space was an amateur production of Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. But you love that show. I love, that's my favourite show. I mean, apart from I do show. love that show, but of course I was working, so I couldn't watch it. Uh, um, but it was a great lesson in being humble. Because <laughs> I turned up thinking I'm playing... I'm playing the Bournemouth Pavilion tonight and it turned out I was playing the ballroom, which is basically the room where there used to be maybe a tea dance once upon a time. Well, that's nice. It was very nice. The people were charming. I had a gorgeous time. I bet the people enjoyed it. I bet they enjoyed it. It was one of my favourite shows, actually. There you go. But me and Jenny B just couldn't stop laughing because I said, oh, wow. I was like, Joseph's in the main space. And was like, yeah, we've got an amateur production of Joseph. It's the Bournemouth, whatever they're called. And she was like, they've sold out six nights in the main space. And I was like, bloody hell. Oh, thank you. All right. Um, but it was actually oh a lovely God. show. Well, I'm sure but, it know, was. I'm sure it was. I had a lovely time. But, you know, it's good, isn't it? Things keep you humble. They These things do, and we mustn't overthink them. We definitely mustn't overthink them, Sue. So don't... Um... I think it's good keeping, keeping me honest. But, yes, did you go through and start talking to them about how it's a very... It's been interpreted in many different queer ways. Joseph, mm. no, of course not, darling, because it would have made absolutely no sense to the people in my audience. There was no mm. context for it. Other than at one point someone said something about, there was some sort of thing where I said something about fame. And I said, I've been outsold by an amateur production of Joseph tonight. And it got quite a big laugh, <laughs> which again was sort of me facing facing into the belly of the beast, the beast being my ego. That is that is the job. That is our job, Sue, to face life, face up. Full on and still laugh. That is our job. Yeah. You know? It is. It really is. We're turning into one of those like opinion based, uh, you know, those podcasts are like, this is how you get through. In oh life. my gosh. We are like, uh, we should start filming them where we're both in like a darkened room. Oh, we're we should definitely about, do that. Yeah. But rather than me with my shirts hanging up in the background. You mean? And me, as you said, as, you, as I came on the call, 
are you elder? Because <laughs> apparently I look rough today. No, you don't. You just had a big jumper on and you, you were like... You said you, said you, look, you said you look like shit. What's I wrong said, with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God, babe. What's up with this? Oh, my God. Have you seen a doctor? Oh, I had to go, I had to go for a blood test today, Suze. Oh. And do you know what? I didn't faint. Aren't I a brave boy? Good for you. Mm, I'm I didn't get How much blood did they take? Oh, I couldn't look. Oh, I couldn't look. Loads of vials. Um, I think there was two. They were. Are for- they checking if you're a hundred percent that bitch? Yeah, th- it turns out I'm a hundred percent bitch. <laughs> DNA. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Take long to get out, get out either. Yeah. No. I could barely get the needle in, and it was just everywhere. Yeah, pissing out. Pissing out of my arm. I was looking the other way, trying to think about holidays. Yeah. What holidays were you thinking about? I actually did get a chance to. The nurse was very nice, but she was singing. And I, I I sort of wanted to engage in a bit more of a chat, but she was just singing a tune, which was... What fun. was she singing? I couldn't quite pick it out. Um, oh, sort of just sort of something, maybe something from her own back catalogue. Maybe from her own, yeah, her own favourites. I don't I don't know. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure. It's a bit early for Christmas songs, so I wouldn't be one of those. But, um, but I, it's part of my... Now I'm 40, clang. Um, I got a text from the GP telling me to go for a checkup and then... I went for a checkup, and then um, they wanted bloods, and they wanted more. They wanted. That's more. the they thing. They blood. always want they, more. People always, always want, want more. Time. You they need want to... blood. <laughs> you need to tell what people, no. no, I I can't give any more. I've given everything. <laughs> I've, I left. I left it all on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it everything. Honestly, he, gave, he left it on, all out there. He le- his cholesterol was out there. His out there I was secret it's not a good thing to say I suppose I was sort of hoping for a bit of high blood pressure so I could be like I I need to go on a holiday because my blood pressure is too high because the the month in June wasn't long enough exactly I'm ready for another one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was um but they said actually if anything it's a bit low you could do yeah you could maybe you could stand up yeah (laughs) come on babe Come on, you can do this, babe. Stop bitching from the seat. <laughs> I did have to ask to lie down for the blood test because I said, I haven't fainted for a while, but I have been known to faint. And so she got out the paper on the... On the I've never fainted. Seat. What do you think about that? Have you never ever? Never ever. Have I ever felt so low? But I've also never fainted. It would suit you. Thank you for saying that. I li- I'd li- like the thought of being brought around by smelling sorts. That's it. Well, I did it when I had my wisdom tooth out and I did come round in the... In this, you know, like those sort of paintings of like the Korean lady. <laughs> Did you have your tits out? <laughs> I had my tits out. There was a picnic happening. <laughs> I was on a day bed. There was a cherub or just a very cherub. small chubby child. <laughs> <laughs> chubby child there. What are you doing? And I did say to the nurse, oh, will you hold my hand? <laughs> I came around. Did you? Oh, that is, that's a bit kiss me hardy, isn't it? It was very kiss me hardy. Very nice Portsmouth reference as well. So Thank you so much for victory. saying that. Of course, we're a naval town. Of course, a naval town. Is it? I think it's a city. It is a city. It is where I grew up. Naval Naval city. city. It's a naval city. Um, So um, it's, uh, well, there you go. I was very kiss me hardy about the whole thing. Yeah. But you didn't faint this time. Well done. I was a very brave boy. She gave me the cotton ball to put some pressure on, apply pressure. I did. Then she gave me a plaster. Then she got up, filled in the forms. And then I said, is that it? And she was like, oh, yes, you can go now. But up until that point, I was still lying down. Did you know that I, I don't like people touching the, um, I call them my soft bits. Um, <laughs> I don't like people to, 
get your, get your head out of the gutter. Thank Please, you, Please, everybody. The, the bit where you would have blood taken from, that sort of crease in your in the other side of your elbow, yeah. hate people touching that, hate people touching my wrists, and hate really? people touching the back of my knees. Because my fear is if someone touches the back of my knees, here's my great fear, yeah. that it won't be a hand, it will be like a sword, and it will be someone just slitting that. You know, that sort of thick bit of cartilage. Again, uh, good morning, everybody. We're listening on the way to work. <laughs> throwing Again, it off passing out. Uh, be I don't know if people have heard of the term catastrophizing. <laughs> it could be argued that there is. <laughs> just, a, just a touch, a, a soup song. A little bit deeper of uh, worry. side dish. <laughs> it does make me laugh, though, how we are so similar like that. Yes, that is the sort of thing I'd worry about. Um <laughs> And basically, I realised a lot of in, my adult... Like a hundred years ago, mm. we would have both been committed somewhere. We would have... Or a hundred years ago, we would have been like, finally, someone's ahead of the game. You were right to worry about that. There was someone... Yeah, was, that's true. Maybe not a hundred years ago. Or I, I feel like we would have been two people that have been would be sent to the seaside to convalesce just for life. Oh, yeah. Lives on her nerves. Oh, she lives on her nerves. Oh, my mum loves saying that. Lives on her nerves. What is that? About me. Oh, you live on your oh, nerves. She lives on her nerves. Oh, honestly, if you ain't got something to worry about, what are you doing? Yeah, she'll say. She says you don't. You're only happy when you are in. Yeah, but that's, that's not true. There was that one day in 2017. I <laughs> <laughs> felt great. Uh, do you find when you go on holiday, um, the first couple of days, because my brain is like geared up for like constant fear, um, fear and worry. Yeah. The first few days of holiday, my brain, because I don't have anything to worry about, like new fears, that's when they really come in. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Oh my God, I hadn't thought about that. Um, and then it takes me like two or three days to get used to being like that, being, being like having no distraction. Well, I think it's when we stop, isn't it? Mm. Mm. It's when we stop. That's why I'm sort of petrified of free time. Yes. Same. Same. And so I'm like, well, if you've got time off. Why aren't you going for a walk and listening to a podcast about politics? Oh, yeah. Why don't you do that? Or why don't you listen? Well, that's to... what I've been doing. Oh, that's that's very good. Thank you. Why don't you listen to, you know, one of those very successful comedy podcasts that, and then maybe learn? That's what I'd say to myself. Why don't I l listen to those and learn from them so that you know we could apply, you know, some sort of structure? Oh, Tom, don't too try late. and fix it's this. Too late. It's, it's too far late. too late. This is what it is. It is what there's it is. There's no point us. It's no. There's no point us trying to fix this. <laughs> this is the ramblings of two broken people. Broken bags of nerves. Bags. Broken bags of gay nerves. Gay nerves. <laughs> gay nerves. Gay nerves. That sounds like Catherine Deneuve. Who's Catherine Deneuve when she's at home? She's a French actress. She's in, in another very stressful, depressing film, um, Dancer in the Dark. I'm sure that's Catherine Deneuve. I've never York. seen Dancer in the Dark. Never it? watch it. Never watch it. Never? Is it never. based on the brilliant song by Bruce Springsteen, Dancing in the Dark? I wish. Bam, 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 bam. Is that? No, it's not bam, played bam, 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 bam. The music is done by Bjork. It starts... Oh, she's... Bjork is... Her, her music's quite sort of... Oh, yeah. Chilling at times, isn't chilling. it? Chilling. This is harrowing. Thinking about it now makes me cry. It's... Um, <laughs> It's about. I don't know whether we should have podcasted today. <laughs> what have I, we brought to this? You know what, though, Suze? I, my yeah. friend was saying this to me when when we're a bit tired, and I said this out there, and I get lovely message from somebody when we were saying about um, the changing of the season sometimes brings out different yeah. moods, and I was feeling a bit anxious around that time, and I think, and this person felt the same. But um, when we're tired, mm. 
like we're mid autumn term now, you know, yeah, sure. the longest term in the school year. We're not at school, I realise. But but we're still worrying about being liked as much as we did when we were in maybe year still nine. Worried of, I'm still worried about how I'm going to do in my sats. Even yes. Them. Um, I'm but, still worried that I'm going to come on my period in front of everyone. That was my greatest fear at school. Really? Yeah, greatest fear. There was like, I remember, I mean, I don't know if people can relate to this, but there was a rumour, and I think it happened to every school, that some girl came on her period and everyone saw and it was all over the chair and she had to leave. I mean, I don't think it ever happened in my school, no. but I mean, it's sort of like, you know, the the person that fell back and cracked their head open. Mm, that same person. You know, that, that same person. It was terrible very time, didn't terrible time. But yeah, we're still worrying about the same things. Go on, Tom. No, no. Um, the, um, we're tired, you know, tired. When we're tired, uh, our bodies can't rebalance. The... Um, they can't re they can't regulate our emotions. I think sometimes, you know, like they can't. I I know I've been tired the last little while, and I know now I can just go. Why am I worried about that? Why am I worried about how I said goodbye to those people and I've said it wrong and uh, they're going to hate me because I'm tired? And the the normal little responses that go, no, no, that's not real. They're like, sorry, we're too tired to function. So all of the little monsters come up. Do you know, I had such a similar thing the other day. I was with a. I don't think I mentioned this in the podcast. This is a couple of weeks ago. I bumped in just in the street to someone oh. who like is a lovely person that works in telly who I've worked with. Clang. Clang. But not really Clang. Um, and he's like a friend of both of us. Hope they don't hope they don't hear that. <laughs> no, 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 but like he's a friend of oh, both I'm of not us. A clang. Um okay. But then I had they 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 said, Oh, what are you up to? But because I was tired, oh. I read it in a way of, what are you up to? But it, that's not how they said it. But then I felt like I As had in, to like give them my CV to be like, actually, I'm really busy. You know when? And then afterwards, mm. I walked away and I was like, oh, I think you. I don't know why you mm. were so defensive then. That's a because nice person, you're tired. yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? Because all of a sudden you're tired and then you're mad, yeah, and then you die. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's all from like many friends this week. <laughs> 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 if you are feeling anxious because of the changing of the seasons, well, we've really exacerbated that for you. We've really helped. Up. You're welcome. Now, You're welcome. Do tune in again. No, sorry. Go what? Um, I, no, I think that's natural to do that. Yes, I think so. See everything as a threat, to see all everything as a challenge, to see everything as totally. worse than it is. Totally. I totally agree. Now, Tom, I think, yeah. we were mm. saying... Sorry, did you want to say something then? Well, I was going to start talking about serotonin, but I actually don't know what I'm talking about, so it's probably best I don't. Serotonin would be a great name for a drag queen. Great drag name. That, there must be serotonin. She must exist, right? Do you think serotonin or... Um, serotonin would always be a bit sad. She'd always given all her serotonin away. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she'd, be, she'd just sing sad songs. You'd love her. Yeah. I would love that. Embrace the sad, everybody. Run to it. Serotonin sings the sad songs of Karen Carpenter. That would be like your dream right oh, now. Oh, that would be a... I would be there in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Mm. Now, Tom, we, we we said it just a moment ago about, you know, you could listen to a podcast and we could work out how to make this successful. But we were saying the other day, well, at least we must have been saying the other day, mm. I've just sent you an email from Cassie. I'll read it to you. What? From A Chorus Line? Cassie from a chorus line, yeah. Well, I hope I get it, God. I hope I get it. I really need this. How many boys? How many girls? How many boys? How many? In that, she's like thirty-three, yeah. and she's like, she's like, oh my God, this is my last chance. I'm so old. Yeah, she's like thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's very, harrowing. Very bleak. Another bleak thing. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can ruin anything. We can ruin. Yes. 
the sun's probably shining where you are, but we have taken it in. We'll bring the rain. We'll bring the rain. Um, hello, Susie and Tom. First, thanks for brightening my days with your chats. I wish I could be part of your conversations and often find myself replying to you in my head. Sorry about today's episode. (laughs) We hope you're okay. (laughs) After your recent episode about being replaced by AI, I decided to ask a basic AI generator to come up with a conversation between the two of you. Now, this is a basic free generator and it didn't get all of your mannerisms right, but it was an interesting experiment and seemed to know who you were. Here's the results. I'm flattered that the AI knew who we were. Yeah, I asked for a conversation. I am your greatest fans. I always listen to like-minded friends. That's how AI talks. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just doing my robot. Okay, sorry. Um, I asked for a conversation between Caesar Ruffle and Tom Allen. It replied, Tom, it's been ages. How have you been keeping yourself entertained lately? Susie, darling, it's always a pleasure. I've been trying to stay creative during these wild times. You know, writing, coming up with ridiculous scenarios in my head. This is, <laughs> this is it's really frightening. Oh, that's right up your alley. I've been <sighs> binge watching comedy specials and reminiscing about the good old days of live stand-up shows. Ah, yes, the magical days when we could make a room full of people erupt with laughter. I miss that energy. Hang on a second. I mean, I think it's this a bit is, shady. Well I, well, I think that this might be taking stuff from when we were in the pandemic. In the pandemic. But who knows? Yeah. Me too. But hey, we've got to adapt, right? Have you tried any virtual comedy shows? Oh, a few. It's a whole new ball game. You're telling jokes to a camera, hoping someone's laughing on the other side. But it's better than nothing. True that. God. I don't know that I'd ever say that. True that. So what's been your pandemic guilty pleasure? Oh, I've fallen deep into the world of baking. Can you believe it? Making pastries bread, the whole shebang. It's oddly therapeutic. I never took you for a baker, Tom. Maybe you should start a comedy cooking show. Fuck you. (laughs) That's not what it says. Now there's an idea. Susie, what about you? Any surprising lockdown hobby? Well, I've been trying to become a plant parent. I've got a collection of succulents that are either thriving or badly surviving. It's a bit of a mixed bag, really. That's adorable. Susie Ruffle, the succulent whisperer. I can see the Netflix documentary now. Ha ha. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But speaking of Netflix, any favourite comedy specials you've watched recently? Oh, absolutely. I just saw Hannah Gadsby's new special. It's thought-provoking and hilarious. She's a genius. She really is. I loved her previous one too. All right, Tom, last question. When are we going to hit the comedy stages together again? Oh, Susie, I can't wait for that day. The world needs some Ruffle Allen humour and we're ready to deliver. Absolutely wouldn't phrase anything. You bet we are. Until then, let's keep finding the funny in everyday life and making (laughs) each other laugh. (laughs) Even for a distraction. Uh, Cheers to that, Susie. It's always a blast catching up with you. Likewise, Tom, stay fabulous. Uh, end, end of, of conversation. conversation. Oh. I highly recommend playing around with these programs. It's called ChatGPT. Please come and visit Perth, Australia. Oh, I'd love to. Oh, we'd love to. And Cassie says that we're both irreplaceable. Thank you for that, Cassie. Right, I simply must go. I've got to get you to a doctor's go, appointment. must go, but don't worry, I'm going to carry on with a, with a chat bot. Okay, um, great. You can have the chat box, Susie. And no one's going to guess. Yeah, chat, no. chat bot, Susie. Um, you get out of here. Um, thanks so much for a lovely... Don't worry. We're fine, by the way. We're fine. We yeah, just we're like fine. To we're talk, just messing. We just, we just like to mess around and talk about how yeah. we like to worry about everything. We hope it's been a comfort to you if you are a fellow worry. Yes. So, you know, we are also in that well of worry. Category. That category. Okay. Um, we'll see you next week on Like-Minded Friends. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. 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 B